like I'm going back to loving me. High and low, hot and cold, I looked everywhere for what I need. But now I know, now I know, I'm going back to loving me. Hello, welcome to SOS, Soulfully Observant Sage. I'm your host, Jennifer Elizabeth Masters. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thank you for sharing this show with your friends, your loved ones. We appreciate you being here. And if you're looking for ways to improve your life, your business, happiness, self-esteem, circumstances, relationships, you have come to the right place. You know, as a soul sculptor, I help you break the mold of past, the past, clearing trauma and heartbreak so that you can have the life of your dreams. And we have guests on this show that will rock your world, help you live a better life. And if you have a question tonight and would like to ask our guest, you can have it answered on the air. Our call-in numbers are 888-429-5471 or 323-744-4841. Tonight's show is all about freedom. Freedom from narcissistic abuse and health issues. And I have a very special guest that I am so excited to have on with me. It is Ashley Kozak, a beautiful Ashley Kozak. She is beautiful inside and out. She is the mother of three equally beautiful children. I got to say, I love her little boy, Wes, so much. Weston, he's a darling little boy. Ashley is a certified, and I hope I'm getting this pronunciation right. Beauty, no, but Butty, I think it's Butty. But Ashley will correct me in a second. Yoga and nutrition, her background uh, with narcissistic abuse has given her the inspiration to help empower other women that may have ended up on the same path. Stronger through her journey of introspection, she noticed the power that came from her past and recognized that others could benefit from it too. Excuse me. Ashley allows the space and safety of non-judgment and uh, a very sweet and beautiful, loving woman. She is helping women to switch their perception and gain clarity from the confusion that can come from narcissistic abuse. Ashley empowers you to transform and unlearn patterns of suffering and confusion so you can live from joy and excitement now. And her primary focus is integration. She'll be talking about that in a moment. Growth happens when we integrate dense energy and the integration of density is a fast but forward button to your least density. Breathwork, movement, and nutrition is our tools that Ashley uses. And with the option of other tools, one can benefit from to transform and raise your vibration So welcome, Ashley. I am so glad that you have joined us tonight. Wow, thank you for that introduction, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Welcome. Ashley, can you you share with our listeners what got you to this point, or what was the turning point in your life that made you recognize 
something had to change. Was there a pivotal moment for you? I mean, I had a lot of pivotal, but the one that stands out the most would be definitely involving my son. So that was a traumatic event where he went into cardiac arrest and he, you know, died for 27 minutes. He was without oxygen and stuff. So that was a pivotal moment in my life. And with all the odds against him, with all the doctors saying, you know, he's not going to make it. If he does, he's going to, you know, have he's going to be brain dead and he's going to be living in a wheelchair so pretty much a vegetable and as i was told all this stuff um i definitely didn't take that um to heart i really i don't know it was a surreal event just everything about it just felt surreal right like as if i was just in a dream and when i was told you know negative stuff my true soul, like what I could only feel was positive, right? And as he lay in a coma on life support, um, every night I would think to myself and energetically try to, you know, place that energy around him and say, we're going to get through this. We're going to be healthier than ever. And that's the only thought that could ever, you know, keep coming in. And, you know, the doctors are saying, oh, you know, you need to prepare for a funeral. Where are you going to bury him? And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking that's not going to happen. And all of that, so step-by-step, that was a four-month process. He went from, I mean, they pulled the plug. He, you know, he survived. His body decided to breathe on its own. And step-by-step, he started to heal. So he had to, you know, walk, start to walk again. He had to do, I mean, you're pretty much raising a 10-year-old child, but he's a baby again, changing diapers and all that stuff. So that really gave me... I guess, open my eyes into how we can help benefit, right? And then having the brain trauma and stuff that is going to be to do with inflammation in the brain and looking at, you know, ways that we can bring the inflammation and help heal our body through basically, you know, um, your herbs and your nutrition, right? So step by step, I mean, it was a growing Uh, process and four months um, I mean we were sneaking in like your omegas and stuff into the hospital and the doctors are like what are you doing we're like this is you know going to help his brain you know decrease the inflammation and stuff and help his brain have a chance of healing right to the best of its ability because I believe if you feed the body the right you know nutritions and the right tools that we can our bodies can heal right given the right circumstances And that's where, I mean, was a pivotal point into nutrition. It really opened my eyes, even in the relationship I was in with the way my ex-husband would treat me and be like, well, you shouldn't be sad, you know, and he's like, why are you crying? And even with that whole, the 10 days when he was on life support, not knowing anything, my ex would get mad because I was staying at the hospital, not knowing if my son was you know gonna survive or not no idea and that really started to open my eyes on who he really was as a person and I was like wow okay this is how you treat someone that's going through something that's you know unimaginable like I wouldn't wish that on anybody and then I started to see that and I started to you know look into the nutrition and I started to work with that within our family and I noticed you know lots of results within that so we did a lot of 
you know, we pulled out the dairy and the grain, which I mean, there is no oats, no quinoa, like none of that, like all the grain, because grain can create inflammation in a body too, right? And the phytic acid around a grain can actually damage our digestive tract, right? Which then there's phytic acid around it. So it's like a, just a protective coating around the grain that, you know, has been created to, well, in the wild, the animals would just poop it out, right? And us humans, it's harder for us to digest that stuff. So as I continue to take, you know, things out of our diet and just research after research after research, and I mean, I guess that's where I am today, where everything that I've used in my life and I've I have research, right? So even through that time, the doctors are like, wow, Ashley, what are you doing? Like, whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. Cause we, this is just a miracle. Like he, I mean, if you were to meet him today, you'd be like, Oh, well, what's, you know, what's his, I don't like call it. Like, I don't like labeling it, but what's his injury. And I mean, the only thing is maybe, I mean, he's not as mature as the so-called older teenagers and his vision has been impacted but I mean for that we could have been somewhere else right and so that was definitely the pivotal point in a lot of areas and then again with that's where I gained a lot of my power I saw the power within myself and I started I here is with the booty yoga which is b-u-t-i and I did it once or twice and the spiraling and stuff like really just opened up the chakras and released stagnant energy which then gave me as you let go of those distortions in our energy field and stuff it just gave me more clarity on how I was being treated in that relationship as well right and step by step research by research it, I just you know it's just been a constant journey and as I'll continue to to um apply that to my life because I think it's a valuable tool I think life is a journey and it's a journey of transformation we we learn we unlearn we learn we unlearn and I definitely like to take all the tools that I have used and you know apply them in the practices with my clients and stuff right to see what we can um, gain with their results and where they are in life and what they would want to obtain and stuff as well so can you the, the this whole thing is is mind blowing. I mean, to think that your son lay there and and you for twenty seven minutes didn't know if he was going to make it or not, but you had the faith and belief which carried you through. And I I, I love that about you. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the the is it booty? Booty yoga, right? Booty yoga. What is the difference between booty yoga and uh, let's say another type of yoga? What was it that drew you to it? Um, it was a lot of the spiraling. So it's like a Shakti type of energy. So we're taking, so like the spiraling, they're just movements we do. So it's kind of like Kundalini, but there's plyometrics. So it's really um, going into the centers of our body and doing certain movements that help release stagnant energy. So as we get older, um, that's as us women, we tend to keep it around the lower halves, right? So 
with booty yoga, you're doing a lot of hip spiraling and tucking and spiraling within the heart and the sternum and stuff. And it's just the movement really gets into the energy that we have pushed down over time. And as we grow older, as we push down all the trauma and stuff, it just helps really unleash it. And it really works on the first first chakra the second chakra and then the third where our power is right so and that's when when I discovered that it really just lit that power center up within me and was like wow so I dove in and I mean I was shy shy little Ashley who would have known that I would have been certified in any type of yoga or anything right but um I did it and I just I love watching women you know benefit and improve their lifestyles I mean overall health and well-being so it's the it's the mental the emotional and the physical part of the whole transformation so where did booty yoga uh, start where, where was it originated in the states um it would have been busy gold so she is the one that created this type of yoga so um she just learned and I think it was just through her process of doing yoga all these years but not I think she must have dove into other areas of yoga because to me it's like after doing after being introduced to kundalini yoga I thought wow these are a lot of the same movements and energy transformation within the body itself you know, just with the movements of the spiraling and stuff and the shaking. So like it's called a booty shake where you toss the uh, weight within your body back and forth while you're kind of in a forward fold, right? So you're really just releasing all of that in the hips and in the bum and, and thighs and all that, right? So she created it and it was definitely something that just the endorphins from doing the spiraling and the shaking and the up and down, up and down. Because, I mean, you do do the yoga postures and hold them, but we're not holding them as long as you would in a regular yoga foundation class, right? So it's really up and down, but it's really to get the endorphins in the brain, too, going the happy, happy hormone. Okay, so are you teaching booty yoga anywhere? Do you, are you doing classes anywhere on a platform? Um, yeah, I, well, I'm trying to, like, I do it through Patreon, but I, I'm trying to set up uh, well, I'm working on setting up more one-on-one or like Zoom classes and stuff where, because I mean, nowadays that's what we're, uh, we have to deal with. So it's, I prefer to do, I like the energy of the classroom. I find it's just, when you have all those women there, even men, they have shown up too, right? So I do, I do enjoy that, but that's where I'm trying to shift on to the Zoom platform and do, you know, more of the stuff classes by okay all right so so before we get too far along I want to make sure that you are able to share where people can reach you and contact you for um, for classes and coaching so how can people reach you I mean I have the website um, it's www.ewand so and fitness.com Say, say that again, please, Ashley. EWandfitness.com. So what yeah. does EW stand for? It was so when I had my yoga studio, it was essential wellness. So ah. essential wellness and yoga, right? Because it wasn't just the yoga studio. There was, you know, a juice bar and elixir bar and stuff, right? Everything to what I'm passionate about today. So 
that's where um, you can find me there or you can through the email on that or Instagram, which is I'm shifting my business stuff into nature infused. So it's nature infused ash um, on Instagram. And then Patreon is a new one platform that I've started, which I have three different tiers that people can choose from to, you know, get a gift of what I do and what kind of work that they can experience and stuff. Right. So that'll be launching come March 1st. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So I, I'm really excited about this, the booty yoga, because so many people that have anxiety or um, low self-esteem, the problem is, and they don't realize it, they're not in the first two chakras or three actually, which, you know, I, that's, that was me for more than half my life. I didn't know I wasn't grounded in my body. And that it seems to me is transformational in itself. What do you think? I, I agree. Definitely. It's getting into that body and into the present moment. And when we're rooted in the root chakra and in the sacral chakra so like the root you're gonna you're you're able to ground right and then the sacral again is your sexual and your creativity energy and all of that so when those are working then it'll light up our power center where then we can really feel our power and we can unleash that right so hallelujah amen so uh it does it help your sex life at all I, yeah, I mean, because you're letting go of all the tension and stress within your hips and between. I mean, it's it's down. And then even when those are starting to open, you expand through your heart center, right? And then, again, where you're getting the endorphins and the happy hormones. So it leaves you happy. And, you know, you, you would think when you first start it and moving in those, you know, movements of the spiraling and the shaking, it's unusual movements for, you know, the average um, person. Um, but once they get, I mean, they, the first class, usually they're like laughing and it's, you can see just all the energetic shifts within the clients and the students. Right. So it's, well, we hold so much in our body, right? I mean, I, I was laying down trying to take a nap before the radio show and and I'd had kind of a stressful experience this afternoon. And you don't realize how much you're holding in your body. Exactly. So um, I want to ask you also about um, going back into nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- what was it that you did for your family? So you took out, I heard you say dairy. What else did you eliminate? Dairy and grain? Yeah, dairy and grains. So, I mean, when people ask, I go, I, I live a, I live a lifestyle um, of dairy-free and grain-free. So that means like you're not looking at the processed sugars either, right? So if you're, you're using coconut sugars and stuff. So that's what I did was I really took the dairy out was the first thing, and the transformation within the kids were, it was there was no denying what was happening because dairy, what it does is it creates a lot of mucus, which then your body is clogged in all that mucus and congestion. And then it creates the inflammation, which, you know, even with the gut, if that starts to become damaged, then that's going to affect our brain health as well. Right. So it's repairing that and putting the inflammation down within the body and giving it the right, you know, nutrition to, help it thrive and heal itself. Right. So, 
I, I read an article earlier today uh, about somebody else had mentioned it that that we shouldn't eat cheese. That cheese apparently uh, reacts with the brain in the same way that opioids do, so that people become addicted to it, and that could be part of the reason for obesity, is what they're saying. Yeah. And then if you look like when you go back and you look at when someone actually makes raw cheese, is it dyed all these colors? <laughs> right. So I think what else are you putting in there? Well, it, it's just interesting that, you know, the American Medical Association touts dairy and grains and all these things that are supposed to be healthy. And yet it's the opposite. Well, because it's that paradigm of, oh, if we keep them sick and not let them discover this stuff that can actually heal, well, then that's just going to collapse a whole lot of people, you know, not knowing that, you know, okay, I, I have a problem within my body and they go to the doctors and the doctor's not even being educated. They're indoctrinated to be, you know, this is how we do it. And they push the pills. I mean, even with myself, after my son, after my um, so youngest, I had a thyroid and I knew that thyroid medication ate your thyroid right out. Right. And I made sure I aligned with someone that could help me take more of a natural. I mean, I had the prescription and I was like, I don't want to do it. And I'm like, no. And I gave it, I was going to give it seven days to see, because I mean, I was like, I'm, I couldn't get up. Like my doctor said, don't exercise because you could die because your heart's barely pumping. And I'm going, oh, okay. So I started to introduce the supplements, my chiropractor. She's, she's a muscle kinesiologist as well. So she really tested my body, gave me that. And then they started to kick in and I was like, okay. And that my family doctor was like, oh, wow. Are you sure? And he took my blood and he's like, wow, what did you do? So it's the evidence. I have the research. Can I stop you for a sec? This was not taking the medication? Yeah, yeah. So you didn't take the medication, and what did you do instead? So I took um, the supplements that my chiropractor asked me to take and try out to see, kind of just to heal, the giving the nutrients and the vitamins a thyroid would need, right? And I gave this to my doctor to see what he was, you know, so he could see what I was doing. He took my blood. It was, you know, it was, it was testing really low. And then a week must've been a week. And then um, I went back and then he tested it again. And he's like, wow, your levels are great. He's like, well, I'll continue to do the option of the natural stuff instead of the synthetic and eat my thyroid. Cause I heard too many, too many horror stories that I wasn't going to can I ask you a personal question about about the thyroid cause? Did you have humiliation in your marriage? No, it was more of not speaking my truth. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's where once I started to heal the thyroid, that's where I spoke my truth. And my <laughs> then husband didn't like it. And he then unleashed his wrath and, you know. That was definitely because you're suppressing all the, you're not speaking your truth. Oh, you see a red flag and you push it down and it's like, oh, they shouldn't be behaving that way. But you think it's, oh, we just forgive and we push it down. Well, your body will speak up. So in other words, if, if you suppress 
your will and and your your um, your feelings if you don't if you don't express it then it there's going to be an impact on your body for sure yeah okay yeah so can we talk a little bit about narcissism and what you experienced and um, where did it where did you first experience it well, I mean I guess where I was aware of what I experienced um, I think I've dealt with narcissism my whole life and whether it be whichever parent that was I'm not 100% sure they both have their own you know issues and that's for them to figure out I can't do anything about it other than learn from what I was you know or unlearn and then relearn from what I was taught even consciously and unconsciously so um, I did have a really bad emotional um, abusive relationship which that I was down to um, 70 pounds always in the hospital how tall are you Ashley five seven Five foot seven, and you were down to how much? 70 pounds. And there was just all the toxicity, right? And I couldn't, I didn't see it. And then there was, again, I started to change my nutrition habits, even to more of a clean eating, removing stuff, removing, you know, more of the fried food and started to, you know, indulge in more of the fruits and, and definitely the vegetables, right? But then that ended, which was... Um, really nice. And I started, then I found my, um, well, I didn't find him. He found me. So we aligned to my, my ex-husband and, you know, even from the beginning, I saw the red flags, but I would push it down. Like what red flags? Well, how he would all of a sudden react in a certain way. Like he'd have like a temper tantrum and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that's weird. Okay. And then even one time his daughter wanted a hug and she went to go hug him and she, he pushed her across the room and I was like, Whoa, she just wanted a hug. So super reactive. Yeah, for sure. And then it's like very controlling. You couldn't see it in the beginning as much, but as years went by, you really started to see. And again, after that pivotal moment with my son, it really, was really magnified, right? And I think, again, it was because I was starting to find my power. A lot had changed with the, you know, nutrition and all of that. And to look back when I, like, I even when that relationship ended, I mean, speaking my truth, which caused him to, you know, attack myself and swing while well, then six month old around and then attack uh, Jaden, which was my oldest, by the throat and kick him as he was on the ground. So that really, you know, that ended right there. And as many times as you could go back, you knew, you know, that that's not the right thing to do. And I guess my thing that is the most, I mean, that matters the most to me is to be the best individual in myself. So then that reflects to my kids. And I thought, well, why would I ever go back to a situation like that? Put them in that situation. Who knows what would happen after that, right? And narcissistic abuse didn't dawn on me until I was talking to a friend that said, uh, Google narcissist. And I Googled it and I was blown away. I was like, wow, to a T. He was, you know, controlling. He always... You know, even when my son was in the uh, hospital, 
he took me off the bank account so I couldn't get gas to drive to go see him. Like, so they are very controlling and, you know, they, it's like you're walking around on eggshells and did you feel like you're a little crazy too, that maybe you were imagining some of these things? No, that was more on the other relationship I had. Yeah. I felt like I was going crazy because he made, he would, he's like a sociopath, um, narcissistic person. And he would really spin it around to make you seem like you're the crazy one. Like, no, that didn't happen. What are you thinking? A lot of gaslighting and stuff. So that's like one of the worst abuses anyone could, you know, yeah. go through. Keeps you off balance and, and then and you feel crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So how, how did the nutrition change help you get stronger? Because it sounds to me like the, that you, when your diet changed, that your life changed. And I'm, I'm wondering was it, you know, taking sugar and starch out of the diet that, that helped or what was it? It was, I guess, look at it more like a, it's eating just what mother nature gave us. Right. And not going. So so I call it dead food. So anything in a box is pretty much dead. So why, what does it do to you? What's your perception of what those dead foods, because I had a show with my son last week and two, two weeks prior to that, same thing where he talked about processed foods. So eating processed foods does what to the body? Well, it creates a lot of inflammation. And I mean, your body doesn't even know how to digest anything like that. We weren't built to digest chemicals. And that's what a lot, a lot of these products are made of. Like, can you even pronounce the first three ingredients? So it's definitely looking at the ingredients and, seeing what is in there and if you can't even pronounce it then it shouldn't be going into your body right so that's where you're going to get a lot of the inflammation and even with the inflammation so your intestines they the digestive tract aligns so they're like this but as the inflammation creates havoc in our body the, the intestines will start to pull apart and create little gaps within the wall which then all that toxicity leaks back into the blood which then goes up into the brain that's leaky gut right exactly and then you can say you you're 35 years old and say oh it's not bothering me now well what about five years from now right what about 10 why does everyone have to assume and think that we need to you know develop these problems that we really shouldn't be developing and if we're feeding our bodies correctly, we could really just change that and not have these debilitating um, illnesses that people think are classified as normal, which they're only normal because people assume that they need to eat that way. And everyone, it's been so many years of just eating the same old habits of fast food and fried food packaged food it's just it's all dead right so just going to create a dense and dead body within us so that's again where I believe that health and wellness comes with in from within and like I teach a lot of my clients is let's glow from the inside 
out. So let's transform inside so it can show out and reflect what is, you know, inside. So there, there's some uh, correlation too between I think it's sugar, sugar and starch together that affects the body in a certain way. I, I think, and doesn't it do something to? Uh, so if you're not able to. Um, relieve yourself excre- you know excrete what you've eaten on a daily basis then you you get like a leaden stomach can you speak about that exactly so if we're not even if our body we're not even going so we're like what's word i'm lost here um no it which then yeah that's all in your toxic so then we are um then absorbing all that back into our body right so it's assimilation it's you want that all of that working you want to be able to eat you want it to flow through your digestive system and then out the other end quickly and when when you eat the stuff that your body doesn't even know how to digest it's going to take a lot longer and as that sits there sits in your digestive tract in your intestines it creates poisons right and then you're going to you're going to then what's the word I'm looking for absorb all that toxin that is sitting there in your digestive tract because you're not getting rid of it you're not pushing it through so so things things can start to back up into the um the duodenum and and upwards right and and I don't know what causes GERD but um it, it feels to me like all of those things are related yep for sure. And that's where, again, with my other, um, when I was down to 70 pounds, that's what they said. Oh, you have GERD, take these prescriptions, do this, do that. And that's where I thought, no, nothing's working. I need to get a handle on this. And that's where, again, I did a lot of the, you know, I was doing cantaloupe with hemp seeds sprinkled on it every morning. And I could just feel like literally feel like energy from the fruit because you're used to eating you know it wasn't like bad food but it's not it's not alive it's not you know even the rice like rice isn't going to give us the benefits as much as a bowl of fruit or or you know I, I love cauliflower rice my kids and I always make cauliflower rice so so what is cauliflower rice for our listeners how do you make it we make it so we take I mean if you have just the cheese grater you take your cauliflower and you just grate it and it'll transform into uh rice right so then you can either you can cook it in the frying pan another good one is grating well they're not potatoes so mashed cauliflowers I remember grating that and feeding it to my ex and he didn't even know when the kids and I were laughing because he thought it was potatoes when it was really cauliflower so it's a definitely a game changer when you add in little hacks of different things. So that's another thing I love to do is help people how simple it is to transition and making these little switches because I mean, I get it and it's a process and people are like, well, I can't do without, let's say a donut. Well, let's, I, <laughs> I, I can help create and give you a different version of a donut, which is not going to then create inflammation and, the toxins in your body because it's made with like either your almond flours or your coconut flours and honey or natural make like it's a raw honey or maple syrup and stuff right so so I I know and I remember you said that you used to make uh these little 
uh, tidbits or, or bites and, uh, and you were selling those. So what goes into those types of things? And I think they're, they're a form of energy bar, right? Yeah. So um, my chiropractor the other day said, it's an energy ball. Get it? It's made of <laughs> so much love. So what I, you know, I, I like to create with love. So, I mean, a really popular one that I would sell is a matcha protein ball, right? So all it is, is um, pick your sweetener, either maple syrup or uh, raw honey. And you would use that. You would use coconut shreds and then a cashew or an almond whichever nut you would choose you could even use walnuts and you would just combine all of that and use a plant-based protein powder and like what i like the vega just because it's made with a pea protein and stuff so which and it has your bcaas and stuff right so it just helps give your body extra nutrition and then um you can add in i guess like I, the popular one was the matcha. So I would put matcha powder into that and they were a hit. Everyone loved those. So taking creations and creating where I like to take the core nourishment and the immune boosting stuff and add all that into it. Right. So. Get and how do your kids like those things? Well, they love them. And I, I want to talk a little bit about the sweeteners that you mentioned, because I can, I can hear people thinking of oh, agave is okay. And I just want to clear that up. Why are you saying specifically um, honey and maple syrup? Again, agave can create inflammation. I mean, that was the big, um, because even in the health and wellness industry, people think it's good because it's this and it's, it's still, it's still been processed and other stuff has been added to it and stuff. So it's really looking at it as creating something that's pretty much purely natural and that's coming from the earth. And honey is like a superfood, right? It's definitely good. The bees make it our body thrives on that kind of stuff I mean you're not going to sit there and eat a whole tub of it or anything but it's just it's a nice sweetener and it doesn't affect our I guess our energy bodies or our body like any normal sugar coconut sugar is another good one too well honey also has a few additives uh, from the bees right that help uh, with allergies and and other things yeah powerful well yeah and see they made it they made it for and even bee pollen how you bee pollen what we do in the morning is make a coconut yogurt bowl and we'll put bee pollen on it and again it's just that life force energy going into our body so i i want to clarify because (laughs) when people hear the word yogurt there's yogurt and there's yogurt so um i i eat raw yogurt that has no sweeteners in it but I know a lot of people eat you know the packaged stuff that has all kinds of things added so what type of yogurt do you recommend I would recommend an almond if you're you know your body's uh, adjusted to it or a coconut yogurt and I mean if you want to get a sweeter yogurt, you can always just add a little bit of the honey into it, right? So it's better to stay with the, just the plain coconut, almond, 
Um, we've tried oat. It wasn't a fan in the household. So <laughs> again, it's an oat. I'm not, I just, I've seen the transition with removing grain and stuff. Right. So. Yeah. I, I'm a little surprised about oats because I, of all the grains, that is the one thing that I consume and think it's okay. But why do you feel like it's not? Well, again, because even I had a nutrition coach that was trying to just, I was trying to, during the summer, just wanted to really get uh, aligned with my diet. And he said, I said, I can't digest the oats. And again, it's the digestion thing, because we're not, I mean, you can try soaking and seeing that, but it's a grain, right? And it's just really hard for our bodies to actually process and digest and break it break it down it's not and it's a dense density right it's not high vibration it's a density so which then even gives us that sluggishness where you know our body's trying to digest and process that which then that's all your energy all your energy is going into digesting and not being able to exert it somewhere else right so so what do you feed your family for breakfast we could be I guess well right now with the minus 36 weather it's not nice to have smoothies so we tend to do the coconut yogurt and with that I will use so like I don't even use jam so I'll take berries and I will simmer them in a pot and then if you need to add in a little bit of um, honey but what I do is just simmer it down put that into the uh, yogurt bowl and then um, pop it with whatever toppings it could be goji berries it could be raisins it could be pollen all depends on really what I have in in the kitchen so but you're not supposed to heat honey correct you, you put it in after it's exactly so because that's just going to take all the nutrients and beneficial properties that you would gain from the honey Okay, well, that makes sense. What about eggs? Do you eat eggs? I mean, I will bake with the eggs, right? I find that my body itself can, and again, it's really just, when you've done all of this, it's really starting to get in tune with the body. Um, So they say like, well, see, this is a mixed story where it's the egg yolk that people need to be eating and not the egg whites. And it's so controversial because there's so many different stories. So again, I think it's based on how your body can process that. And with the baking, I don't know if it's because it's being cooked. I don't know, but I tend to, I think it's a preference and try removing them out of your diet for at least seven days and then reintroduce and see how your body reacts. Right. So Again, it's playing around with the things that seem to trigger. If you pull everything out of your diet, let's say um, I was doing a program two weeks to, um, I guess, slim down, right? So it's taking all the inflammation foods out of our body and really just going for, I don't want to say plant-based because I, you can still do the meat and stuff and, there's controversial there where, you know, if it, it's again, if your body has to have that kind of protein, 
then that's what you're going to want to feed it. You're not, you know, and you can slowly pull back, but it's, it's really, it's organic grass fed. If depending on which animal you're, you know, choosing to consume, but then it was the vegetables and, you know, fruit. And it's getting that inflammation down in the body. So then they can feel the difference after that couple weeks program where then when they start to let's say introduce something they can see how their body will react to it and then that's where a lot of people go whoa I don't feel good I have a headache I feel lethargic tired right whatever that might be so well that could be detoxing right yeah so are you basically paleo then it sounds to me like you are I want to talk about that a little bit because um the human body, when you think about cavemen, there wasn't wheat, right? And they didn't have chickens, maybe ostrich eggs or dinosaur eggs. I don't know. But um, so are you mostly paleo? For the most part, yeah. Um, that's where I really saw the transition. And even if I try to do like, let's say, quinoa, it feels like glass going through the digestive system and I go yeah no and I could just feel the difference within myself and even with you know my youngest one I go wow I can just see the difference with how he goes to the bathroom even right it becomes it's not so in and out it's we're going to sit there and then even it's just a process so you can tell right from well I I have a you know when you get to to be more intuitive and, and check in with your body to see, you can hold things, do the muscle testing. Is this good for my body? And you do that, the dowsing, you know, you, you go sway forward if it's good for your body and backward if it's not. But the first time I had quinoa, I felt it got stuck in my throat and I immediately went, Oh, I don't like this. Your body's way of informing yeah. you. right? Yeah. Quinoa is not a favorite of mine. So I, I understand why, you know, if, if we were cavemen, it's it's eating the, the nuts and berries, right? The things that you'd find foraging and leaves. <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else would you find? And hunting, I suppose. What else? Exactly. And it's anything above the ground from, from herbs to, I mean, it's going to depend on your climate, but, you know, it's, it's the herbs. Like even they didn't dig. So they weren't going after potatoes and stuff, right? So that's another, sh- potatoes create sugar in our body, which then is going to create that inflammation factor and again, affect the brain the way we think. So it's just looking at, like, even if you want to go straight to the pa- paleo, it's looking at everything above the ground. So like you said, the berries and the nuts, and as if you were foraging in a forest on your own. And yet I've heard so many good things about sweet potatoes that they're really good for hypoglycemics and and diabetics, et cetera. So you don't think so? Well, I mean, again, it's occasionally, but if you're doing it every day, you're going to then create that. I mean, I'm going to, you're going to create the inflammation, but it's definitely, if you need to switch from a potato, then I would definitely recommend a sweet potato. I mean, the first time I ever tried a orange sweet potato slash yam, I couldn't believe how sugary it tasted. I'm like, it is very sweet. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I prefer the, the white sweet potato, not as, you know, sweet and 
it's just an, another option to move away from the potato. What are the, the, the best resources that you've discovered in, in your journey to health and, and wholeness? The best resources. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on where. I get it everywhere. And I mean, I like to discern it. So with my certification and stuff, like even with the nutrition, I wanted to really align and make sure that it felt good with what I believed in and what I've seen a difference in. Right. So, but again, it's discerning it. I, I type, I'll take information and stuff everywhere and then pick it apart. And again, with the research I've had within myself and, and the kids and stuff, it's night and day. Right. So I can see what works for most people because like there's four of us and we're all pretty much, you know, healthy and the healthiest we've ever been. <laughs> like I envisioned throughout that whole experience, right? So you had mentioned that Jaden, Jaden is the one that had the accident, uh, that he has not even had a cold since you changed the diet. Is that true? That is true. And the thing about that was he, you know, it was probably about two years old, he developed so-called asthma and I I mean I remember when he was an infant that I went from well he he wasn't agreeing with the dairy formula so I switched it to a soy soy is just as bad so it was just not even knowing I mean I didn't I don't I didn't know what I know now so he had a lot of asthma and ever since all of this has happened his asthma has been in remission yeah he doesn't get sick he's definitely the healthiest he's ever been so it's like even the other kids, like, it's like, wow. So it's <laughs> transformational for sure. What about hyperactivity and, and diet with children? Since you, you still have a little one, uh, what do you think about what causes hyperactivity? I think it's definitely not having the connection with the body. And then when they're eating the sugar and stuff, again, it's going from the gut inflammation all the gut and then it's then inflaming their brain which then you know can create one that's not clear thinking right so I my youngest has never really experienced sugar other than if he goes to his dad's but he won't even eat a whole like if he's receives any kind of sugar he won't even eat it he'll have two licks but see that's because his taste buds have been to be used to the not so sweet stuff right so it's definitely the sugar just like cocaine it's doing the same thing to our brains and it's giving that addiction and when our body's an addiction we don't think clearly our thoughts aren't you know pure of what our thoughts could be so it's definitely I it can yeah well people that like even the Gatorade and stuff and I see these kids and that's just pure sugar it's not even like, it's not even hitting, right? So I mentioned soda. Yeah, exactly. So I had a I had a question I was just about to ask you and I totally lost it. Um have you been inspired by anybody recently? Anybody that you've listened to that you found to be inspirational? Well, I mean, 
since I met you, you have helped me transition and transform. Um, it's really, it's mind blowing. I mean, I definitely, when I look even at the work in like certain workshops and, you know, programs that I'm a part of now, I said, if it wouldn't have been for meeting you, I don't even think I would have been in the frame of just the energy of being at peace. Right. And really help. It's just the energy. Like you helped. I don't know. It's just, it's mind blowing really, because it's like you helped me awaken to something even more than that is. Right. And that's even, yeah, I was in a great place, you know, but once you remove like the emotional baggage or subconscious beliefs, there you go. The subconscious beliefs that we're unaware of, that was just, wow. Okay. And I, then I could really see types of, you know, behavior that you could have picked up with being a child and watching this type of relationship within your own family. And then that gives you the core beliefs. So that's why then we attract because we're reflecting what we believe inside. And I found when you helped me get to the root of that kind of stuff, it started to really help transform me and really see, really see like, boom. So, I mean, you've definitely been an inspiration and thank you, Ashley. A person that's been life-changing to have and it's definitely nice to have people that will support you right along this journey because you can't we can't do it alone I mean you can if you choose to but it's nice to have people that understand and that can support and help you grow too right surrounding yeah. us with people that we you know how we want to treat us how how we want to have the people in our life and when we're surrounded by people that believe and have the same kind of beliefs then it's easier to grow and transform and become our empowered transformational selves right it's a continuous journey it's not just going to stop right it, our whole lives are just a journey of you know it's a life journey it's a journey of learning and unlearning and learning so uh, we have a segment at the end of the show called it's all bullshit and I was just wondering, um, I think there's a couple of things we've talked about. Uh, what, what would you say is the biggest bullshit in um, society today regarding food? That we are supposed to eat that way. Um, that well, eating out of a box, eating stuff that's been full and processed and just like chemicals. Convenient. Really. Yeah, convenient, right? And that's where that's just a bunch of bullshit. And how we can't, where they say we can't heal our bodies or said disease with with food. That is by far, uh, I, I don't believe that just because I've seen it within myself with the thyroid and all that, within my son's self from being, you know, not supposed to be here to a thriving 17-year-old, right? So it's... It's definitely a big <laughs> shift. So. The, the, thing, the thing that I, I see, I guess, is the, is the dairy. You know, that pushing, pushing the grains, pushing the dairy, that these things are, are, that we must eat these and so much of it. And yet um, all of the things that, that can stem from eating just those two, thi two things and then 
the processed foods, holy cow, what a difference. Well, it is a difference. And they want you to eat that way because then it just creates the inflammation where you're going to go to the doctor. Then they can push the, you know, the pharmaceutical stuff onto you. It's, it's again, with dairy or cow, anything, we're not, we're not cows. We shouldn't really even be consuming that because we're not that breed of animal. And um, again, how long does an animal stay and suckle for all that time? So even an, an average human breastfeed, it's breastfeeding up until whichever age they choose and then being off of it. And what's our life force energy? spring water, actual water, right? We can thrive off of that. So there are breathitarians and people that just drink water. So that's in itself is amazing. I, I know a couple of people that took that uh, breathitarian course and uh, I think it was quite phenomenal mm -hmm. to, think, to think that we could survive just on the manna from heaven, you know, just breathing, amazing. Ashley, it has been a pleasure having you here. Is there something? Oh, we were gonna we were gonna have you do a little um, a little breathing exercise. Can you kind of take us out with um, a stress relief process? Sure, we can do that. Um, I guess if you guys want to sit in a comfortable position, and then um, it'll be like a mini tension release practice. Right. So I guess we'll just center ourselves and close our eyes and take some deep belly breaths into our deep belly. So following the air, the oxygen into our chest, down into our belly, expanding the belly and then exhaling the tension out. So we'll take our hands and as we inhale, inhale up. And then exhale the dense energy out. Let's bring our energy down through the body. Inhale up. Down through the body. One more. Inhale up. So here we're going to take our left palm facing out. So the palm will be facing out in front of our heart center, in front of the thymus. Then we're going to take our right palm and a grasp onto the left palm and get into bear grip. So we want to really keep as if, so fold at the fingers there. Yes, there you go. And then as we do this, um, we want to pull our elbows apart. So we're going to create tension right at the heart center. Okay. And, um, so as we create the tension, we're going to then inhale and hold for 10 seconds, right? We're going to suspend the breath. So here we go. We're going to take a big inhale, hold and hold. Broadening the shoulders, creating that tension. Now exhale, we're going to bring it arms up, still attached. Take three deep breaths. Take 
So here we're going to create tension above the, the crown chakra. So inhale, suspend the breath, pull. And exhale, release, bringing your heart, your hands back in front of your heart center. Take some deep breaths. So this particular exercise is good for centering, right? So remember that our hands, they are extensions of our heart space. So we receive a lot through our hands and there's a lot transmuted through our hands as well. So this particular breath exercise helps move the energy from our hearts out of our arms through the hands and then it releases. So again, we're gonna take a big inhale, create the tension, broaden the shoulders, pull the elbows apart. And exhale, bringing the hands back up. Take three deep breaths. Relax the tension within the jaw and the shoulders. It's helpful. This will help the energy come back to the heart center, right? Because we're making a, a circle, an infinite breath. So inhale. The next inhale, hold it, hold the breath, suspend, pull the elbows apart, broaden the shoulders, create the tension. and release heart center. So this particular exercise, like I said, is good for centering. And then it's good to clear the energy from the thymus gland and also bring in cleansing energy to the heart centers, which is the thymus. So this is um, a good practice to do whenever you're feeling that tension, because that's where, I mean, I know myself, I, I tend to keep a lot of the tension in the shoulders. A lot of people are hunched over with the computers and stuff nowadays. So it really just helps open that up and create the energy and clear and transmute the stagnant energy within the heart centers. So. I felt a lot in my third eye. Yes. And well, and then again, it's pulling through. So we're, when we're up here and pulling apart and pull up and pull apart, we are clearing the back body of the heart, which is the back space of the heart pulling through. So we are inviting the energy into the crown and then it can be released as well. So there's Beautiful. a couple tricks. Well, thank you, Ashley, very much. And again, how can people reach you? They can reach me at um, my website. So ewandfitness.com. So there is an email through there. You can find me on Instagram at nature infused ash ash and then also on Facebook it'll be the essential wellness yoga on Facebook so yeah. thank you just to wrap up um, the power lies within us each of us has the power to heal ourselves we are powerful not powerless Thank you, Ashley Kozak, for joining me tonight. Sending you lots of love. Thanks for being here. Good night, everyone. I'm going back.